Hi, and welcome to For Streaming Out Loud, a podcast where I, Gordon Brown, along with the occasional guest, will look exclusively at films made or shown on streaming services such as Netflix, HBO, Prime Video, and Hulu. In this episode, I'm going to look at Netflix's latest big release, The Last Thing He Wanted. So The Last Thing He Wanted introduces us to the Anne Hathaway character who plays Elena McMahon, who's a fearless reporter for the Atlantic Post. She's covering the Civil War in El Salvador in 1982, and then as it progresses, she gets involved in her dad's business and gets caught up in the geopolitical games around Iran-Contra gun running in 1984. And so for most of the film, there's the backdrop of the Reagan-Bush re-election in 1984. And the first thing to say is that it's just rubbish. It was really disappointed me. I was so looking forward to it. The film is called The Last Thing He Wanted. Well, the last thing I wanted was to be this confused and bored by a film. I looked up the IMDb and it has a meta score of 33, which is probably about right. And it surprised me. I thought, what? Why are people not liking this? So I sat down and watched it and saw why they weren't liking it. But let's start with the things that are actually good in the film. So the acting is good. Anne Hathaway, Willem Dafoe, who plays our dad, and Rosie Perez, they're all good. Ben Affleck, on the other hand, looks like he can barely be bothered with it. So without those three really central performances, the film would be way worse. And it's just a shame that such a good job by those three has just gone completely to waste. It looks good. It's shot well, and one of the opening scenes is very nicely handled when malicious burst into an office and then start to um, shoot people. It's Obviously, it's a very dramatic scene, almost right at the start of the film, but it's it's done really well and shows you that Dee Reese actually can direct a really good movie, but she just has not here. The only other thing that I can say that's that's good about it is that out of the one hour, 55 minute runtime, seven minutes are credits. And so if you're looking at that to um, be one of the best things, you just know the movie is not any good. And that's about it. That's about the only thing that's good. So what's bad? The biggest culprit is the script. From early on, you have a voiceover from the Anne Hathaway character, and it's just complete gibberish. It's like, what are you going on about? Now, the film has been adapted from a book of the same name, and I felt like I'd just been landed in the middle of a paragraph of some highbrow literature and thinking, what is going on? What are you talking about? And so, just got completely alienated from very early on, and it didn't really get any better. This is the most incoherent film that I've seen or can think about since Paul Thomas Anderson's Inherent Vice. And that was supposed to be incoherent and confusing because of the um, source subject. How anybody watched the rushes coming from this film or read the script and thought, yep, that makes a completely comprehensible 
well done film. Yep, that's what we're going to continue with. It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Shortly after The Irishman, Martin Scorsese's latest film, it was found that only 18% had completed it. It was about 18%, something like that. But it was three and a half hours long. I can understand you starting it thinking, oh, I'm not going to get through three and a half hours of this. Even though it's actually a really good film. But this isn't that. And I would think that the completion rate is going to be even lower than The Irishman. And then, as the confusion mounts, you start caring even less. Even though the jeopardy and the action starts to mount and you're supposed to really want a good outcome, it's like, well, can we just crack on with this because I really don't care. So I'm left with thinking, is Dee Reese the director of Mudbound? Or is she the director of... The, you know, this kind of a film. And I really don't know. I think we're going to have to go and see another of our films to actually see if this is her, you know, if this is her standard of work or if Mudbound was um, was going to be the pinnacle, was just like a fluke that she managed to make such a good film. So, in conclusion, the last thing you wanted is the last thing that any of us want, which is a really subpar dirge of a movie. And that's just such a big disappointment. So let's move on from that disappointment and let's have a look at one film that you can see on streaming that's actually really good. So just a quick break and then I'll tell you about that film. starting a new section where I'm going to highlight a film that you can now see on streaming that actually did come out in the cinema. And the first one I would like to highlight is Wild Rose from 2018 and you can find it on Hulu and it stars Jessie Buckley as a young troubled woman who gets released from prison and she's got a young daughter and she's trying to um, reconnect with her daughter but her dream is to become a country star in Nashville. And it's set in Glasgow, so um, that appealed to me. And you might have seen Jessie Buckley. She stars in Beast, which is another wonderful film that she's been in. And she was in the TV series Fargo. I haven't seen her in that. But I can't recommend Wild Rose highly enough. When it came out in the States last year, in 2019, it made my top ten of the year. It's just so well acted. The story is just fabulously told. Um, Country music really isn't my thing, so if that's going to put you off, please don't let it put you off. It's just a really, really extraordinary film to watch. So please go and watch it if you can on Hulu. It's Wild Rose from 2018. And please let me know what you think. Well, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And please follow us on Twitter at StreamLoudPod. 
The next film will be Horse Girl, which is a recent film on Netflix. So until then, thanks.